Here's our 2020 Vision Radio News update for Tuesday the 28th of June. I am Curtis Morton. Out of Charleston, Nevis, the body of missing person Trevoy Trevi Leibert was discovered yesterday in the sands at Black Bay among seaweed, presumably pushed ashore by low tide. One local fisherman who was in the area when the body was discovered described the ensuing scene as like a motorcade. There were endless people down here along with the police and other authorities, he said. Leibert, who went missing since Wednesday 22nd June, was known to be an ardent fisherman. Scores of individuals had been searching for him ever since that day. It is understood that an autopsy will be performed sometime today. The area where his body was found has been clearly demarcated within the sand. Out of Bar and Kits, the leaders of the People's Action Movement PAM and the Concerned Citizens Movement CCM held a press conference on Monday, 27th June. Let's hear from the two party leaders. The future that petitions and Nevision seek is not guaranteed or even facilitated because the foundations of our governance are being undermined by the leadership. Instead of using power to build institutions, to build people, and to forge a brighter, more prosperous future for its citizens, the Harris administration is actively and publicly abusing its power and ignoring the wants and needs of the people. The Harris administration is undermining the people every time that it seeks to award contracts to friends and family members instead of the hardworking citizens of this great nation. The Harris administration is ignoring the voice and the rights of the people every time that it indulges in backdoor deals with foreigners that do not advance the cause of ordinary petitions and divisions. The Harris administration is rejecting the people in favor of nepotism and selfish and corrupt alliances. I believe that what we now see is a remnants of government, that it is in its final throes, and that in the next week at least we must have an election date. And when that election date is announced, I am appealing to the people of Sinkitz and the people of Nevis to go out and do the right thing. Not to vote for something that is being offered to you now, because I think all of you, even those of you who are getting something now, understand that it is not genuine. It is intended to give you something today for today, and tomorrow you're forgotten. And I use this prison project, or jail, because prison is a big word. Everybody understands jail. I use this jail project as an example. And I have said that any leader anywhere in the world who prefers to fund incarceration over education is a failed leader. Let me say it again. Any leader anywhere in the world who prefers to fund incarceration over education is a failed leader. And Sean has said it perfectly. What is the value of a $2.4 billion jail at this point in our history? We are just coming out of two years of a global pandemic when our economy suffered. Our people lost work, the workers at the Marriott, the workers at the Four Seasons, the workers at the Park Hyatt, our taxi drivers, our artisans, our entertainers, all of them were out of bread for two years. 
What are we offering them? Jail? Because jail cannot do anything for them. Where's the training? Where's the development? Where's the New Bastia High School? You know, I've heard the argument being made that, oh, cabinet approved the jail. And it seems a very interesting argument that anything good that has happened in the country, Timothy Harris said, I did it. Anything that is questionable, he said, the cabinet did it. But who was the head of cabinet? And this jail project was one of a number of projects that were discussed and ventilated in the cabinet. The question I think the press and the public must ask is why has Timothy Harris made the jail a priority? That to me is the fundamental question. He has not made Bastia High School a priority. That was a cabinet decision. He has not made drilling for water so that the people of Kayon and the surrounding areas can get a regular supply of water after all these years of suffering. That was ventilated and agreed in the cabinet. That is not a priority. Universal health insurance. Every one of us in our country have clamored for a new system to allow our people access to health care in an affordable way. All of us have the example of friends and family who are sick and we see people going around with a little card asking for donations. Universal health insurance was intended to do away with all that, but that hasn't been a priority. JNF, Alexandra Hospital, our clinics, healthcare, none of those have been a priority. Our marijuana industry, the cabinet has met, and I think my colleagues here will bear me out. I don't use marijuana, let me be clear. But every week I ask what's happening with this commitment that had been made. That is not the highest priority. The jail is his priority. We go to break, and when I come back, we'll have news on the regional scene.
Out of St. Vincent and the Grenadines, a man who had two rape charges before the court was shot and killed at his home in Kingstown Park on the weekend. Police said that the unemployed man, Cashon Cuz Stapleton, 33, was sitting at a shed near his home when some unknown assailant or assailants shot him on Saturday. Stapleton reportedly received gunshot wounds to his body and was pronounced dead at the scene by the district medical officer. The motive surrounding the shooting death of Stapleton is unknown at the moment, police said in a statement on Monday. Stapleton was killed five days before he was slated to appear before the family court for a preliminary inquiry into charges related to his alleged abduction and rape of a 14-year-old girl in February 2021. In October 2018, police charged Stapleton with rape of a 19-year-old secretary of Utley Hall, an offence he allegedly committed on October 18 that year. He was awaiting his High Court trial in connection with that allegation. In late February 2021, Stapleton turned himself in to the police after a 14-year-old girl told detectives that he abducted her at gunpoint in North Leeward on February 21, 2021, took her to a house in central Kingstown and raped her before dropping her off along the roadside in Kingstown the following day. And out of Bermuda, an investigation has been launched into the murder of Keith Gordon. We get this Bermuda Tonight report. Detectives have now launched a murder investigation into the death of 70-year-old Keith Gordon following an autopsy. Detective Inspector Jason Smith explained that several members of the public provided new information, prompting an investigation and an autopsy to be carried out. A man who detectives said is in his late 20s was arrested and remains in police custody pending further inquiries into the murder of well-known member of the Gordon family, 70-year-old Keith Gordon. The suspect was arrested on the 15th of June in connection to the investigation. Mr. Gordon's lifeless body was found inside his Victoria Street residence in Hamilton on the 11th of June, following an autopsy that was carried out on the basis of new information received by the BPS from a number of people Detective Inspector Jason Smith at the Hamilton Police Station earlier today. Subsequent to that particular line of inquiry, and as a result of a post-mortem examination that was conducted by an overseas forensic expert, we now can confirm and report that the investigation to the circumstances surrounding the death of Keith Gordon is now a murder investigation. Media were told detectives are preparing a file to be reviewed by the Department of Public Prosecutions to determine the next course of action. We are aware that from our investigations that there was an altercation that took place just in the parking lot of the ex-artillery on Victoria Street, which is almost directly across from the residence where Mr. Gordon's body was found. We do believe, based on our investigations, that there were a number of persons who witnessed that altercation and had heard, in particular, an argument that was taking place at the time. Mr. Gordon's death initially was not treated as suspicious following officers' assessment of his residence and the on-call doctor, who certified his death shortly after they arrived. Further, police confirmed that a forensic sweep of the residence did not result in any evidence to raise concerns. However, the BPS clarified that at no stage was foul play ever ruled out of the investigation. In particular, that scene was preserved and it was processed, looking for forensic evidence at the time. 
and there was nothing inside of the scene that was untoward or led the officers to believe that something suspicious had happened inside of that particular residence. No further information was given on the exact cause of Mr. Gordon's death. However, detectives confirmed that CCTV footage of the parking lot area of the ex-artilleryman's club on Victoria Street at the time of the incident will feature in their investigation. Further, police are calling for anyone who may have filmed the altercation that occurred that night on their mobile devices should offer their recordings to detectives. Police are asking anyone with information to contact them on 211-295-0011 or to contact Detective Inspector Smith directly on 717-0864. And internationally out of the United Kingdom. It has been alleged that heir to the British throne, Prince Charles, recently accepted a suitcase with over a million euros inside. More in this Today Australia report. A member of the royal family is facing scrutiny this morning. This time it's Prince Charles after the future king reportedly accepted a suitcase with a million euros inside from a former Prime Minister of Qatar. More, we're joined by royal editor at the Daily Mirror, Russell Myers. Rusty, good morning to you. You're right on to this. Is that true? Well, good morning, Carl. Well, you just said it. I mean, absolutely extraordinary details we're hearing for over the weekend from the Sunday Times. And the actual uh, amount at, at totals about two and a half million pounds. I think there's about four million US dollars, which is just ridiculous that, you know, the Prince of Wales was accepting these huge cash payments, apparently in plastic bags, million euros in a briefcase. Now, the Charity Commission in the UK are getting involved. And you know, I imagine they will come down pretty heavily on the Prince's uh, Prince to Wales's foundation here. Now, he says he hasn't done, done anything wrong. The actual royal family's uh, rules say nothing about accepting cash, but it all looks a bit murky. And this is the second investigation <laughs> I don't know. in about six months for the I royal don't know. family. It's a little it's, bit, uh, of, it's a, it's a bit over the top, isn't it? I mean, if someone gave me like a couple of million euros uh, in brown paper bags or plastic bags, nothing to see here, move along, right? Well, of course. I mean, maybe that's what the Prince of Wales thinks, but uh, I think you or I would probably think a bit laterally on it and uh, probably would have done things a bit differently. But it does ask some questions about who Prince Charles was dealing with. Qatari royals, Saudi billionaires, it all looks a bit murky, doesn't it? Uh, murky. I mean, it looks, I mean, I don't want to say it, but, but that kind of behaviour um, would bring, um, I would be sure, uh, corruption allegations or the potential for corruption allegations. Anyway, um, if that's true, he's got a lot to answer for. Um, it, it is just not a good look, is it? And they've got dramas aplenty at the moment. Well, they have. I mean, they're careering from one scandal to the next. I mean, we've had the Prince Andrew's sex scandal bubbling over for many, many months and even a couple of years, haven't we? And then the uh, the issues with uh, you know the, the other cash for access allegations with Prince of Wales' uh, right-hand man, Michael Fawcett, had to step down from his role. That is actually a live police investigation. Yeah. So, you know, are people going to get sick and tired of, of, of this? It's one scandal against another, and it does not look very good. Now to our weather update. The local weather forecast for St. Kitts and Nevis valid up to 8 p.m. today, Tuesday, 28th of June. Weather today, partly cloudy with a 20% or slight chance of showers. The winds east 24 to 37 kilometers per hour or 15 to 23 miles per hour with possible gusts up to 56 kilometers per hour or 35 miles per hour. The seas 1.8 to 2.4 meters or 6 to 8 feet. A small craft advisory is in effect for open waters on the Atlantic side of the island. The sunrise today was at 5.39 a.m. The sunset today is scheduled for 6.49 p.m. 
I am Curtis Morton, wishing you a marvelous day.